Welcome to the Encouragement Cafe with Luann and Friends, where the conversation is always hot and fresh. Comfort food for your soul is always on the menu, and friends are close enough to hug. Pull up a chair. We've been waiting just for you. Welcome to Encouragement Cafe. I'm Luann Prater. And I'm Rachel Olson. And ladies, I know that there are so many topics that we talk about around this table that you might be wondering, what in the world are they up to today? Well, here's the truth. Sometimes we don't know because life happens. And I bet you have been there. Maybe you're walking through it right now. And you felt like you had all things, all systems go. All systems go. You know, just like NASA, man, all things are headed in the right direction. And then something takes a crazy turn. Rachel, you know this. You've lived this. Oh, yeah. That's a frequent feeling for me. I think that I'm crushing it. And I'm like, yeah, baby. And then like something happens and I find out I was sorely mistaken. So back uh, at the Super Bowl at the beginning of the year, uh, I had been um, not really dieting, but trying to be a little better about, you know, how you are over the holidays where you're like, eat, you're eating anything and everything and everybody's bringing you cookies. And so, you know, I had sort of had my governor off <laughs> in December <laughs> and I sort of just turned the governor back on in January, but I hadn't really tried to lose weight. And um, but nonetheless, I got on the scale one day, like mid January, and I had lost like three pounds. And I'm like, this is awesome. Awesome. I don't know how I did this. This is awesome. And I'm going to keep it up. You know, I'm going to be real intentional. So I'm like working out. I'm like making a habit of drinking more water. I'm being extra conscious about what I eat. And I'm thinking this is great. And then I get dressed one morning and I pull on a pair of my favorite dark wash jeans because, you know, the dark wash is more slimming than the than the light wash <laughs> jeans. So pull on my favorite dark wash jeans and I go to putting them and they are tight. And I'm like, what in the world? I must have left them too long in the dryer or put the dryer heat on too high and they shrunk up. So I thought, well, while I blow dry my hair, you know, I just have to endure it while I blow dry my hair and they'll stretch out. So by the time I'm done blow drying my hair, my hair is dry and my face is blue. Because I can't breathe in these jeans. They are so tight. And I go and I look in the full-length mirror. I turn around and I look in the back. And there's like ripple of jeans that are hugging up against my thighs. And I'm like, these are too tight. I cannot wear these. Not only am I purple and I can't breathe, but they look bad. And then... Um, it was like just this crushing feeling because I was like, I thought I was doing so good. How is it that I not only gained back the three pounds I lost, but apparently I've gained more weight because I can't fit in my normal favorite jeans. Like it was like sit on the bed and cry a moment. (laughs) And so then, you know, I'm like, wow, I was way off in my perceptions about how well I was doing and what is it really going to take to lose weight? And then I'm like, I hate aging. (laughs) I hate being middle-aged. I hate winter. It's really hard to lose weight in winter. <laughs> it was just this whole emotional roller coaster. And then I, I, you know, I pull those jeans off and I swing them on the bed. And I'm like, great, now I've got to find something that I can fit in to wear. And I look at the jeans laying on the bed and I see the back pocket and I realize they're not mine. They're Rick. Oh, they're Rick no. skinny leg jeans. <laughs> So 
if you know Rick, Rick has been trim and fit exceedingly so his entire life. He plays basketball like 18 hours a day, eight days a week. Um, and so, so he's got this tiny waist. He's very muscular. And so I'm like, those were Rick's jeans. They weren't my jeans. And then I'm like, wait a minute. I can fit in Rick's jeans. Wow, I am doing good. If I could fit Rick's jeans, it's just a whole roller coaster of emotion. But I, what I remember really strongly was that feeling of, but I thought I was doing so good and I was so wrong. Oh. So, that, know, that's, like the, that's like the, the thrill and the agony in one quick movement you know you're like whoa no you know that's just like uh that's a a a kick in the gut isn't it yes yes and i have days like that when like when i would be working on one of my books i would have these big long writing sessions and i would get into the flow and i would just feel like it was all pouring out of me and it, it was so easy and i was loving what i was doing i was loving everything i was writing and i'm like this is gonna be so good and then like two or three days later i would come back to that chapter to edit it and i would read it and be like this is bad why did i think this was good oh no i don't even know what's good what am i doing writing a book i can't even tell what's good writing when i'm writing it so, oh my i'm telling you this is a common feeling in my life where i'm like thinking that i'm, I'm crushing it and then suddenly i'm like oh not only am i not crushing it i'm bombing here and then i felt really um better uh when i heard about cali this was reported on my local news just this week so the local news ran a story about Callie. Sweet Callie had been, in, um, she had bought this succulent plant. You know, they're very popular and trendy now to have these little cacti succulent things. And so she bought this little succulent plant. She put it in her kitchen window um, and she faithfully took care of it and watered it. It has been two years and this plant has performed so well. She says it's been so full and it has beautiful coloring and that just overall it's been a perfect plant. She set up a watering plan for it. So certain days of the week she would water it. She would get upset if anybody else tried to water it because that would mess up her watering plan. And so the plant was just the joy of her life. And she couldn't believe she had taken care of a plant so well for the last two years. Then she thought maybe she needed to transplant it. Maybe it should go into a bigger pot so it could grow bigger. So when she went to transplant it, she bought this cute little vase-like thing that she was going to put it in. And when she pulled it out of the little plastic container that she purchased it in, she discovered the plant was fake. (laughs) (laughs) For two years, she had been watering a fake plant and thinking she had such a green film. Oh my Callie girl, I feel you. Oh, oh no. She said, she said, I feel like the last two years has been a lie. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Sometimes life is like that. You think you've got the greenest thumb on the block, and then you discover your plants are fake. Oh my goodness, that is hilarious. And if we're honest, if everybody that's that's sitting around the table with us right now were honest, we would say, oh yeah, I can relate to that. Maybe not about a plant, but about 
feeling like you had it all together and things were going great. But you know what Paul says? Paul says in 2 Corinthians that if I must boast, I will boast of the things that show my weakness because God is the one that we need to boast about. And you know, we are all weak. And we don't want to admit it. Like you writing the book, and I've done the exact same thing. I've even submitted devotions to our editors at Encouragement Cafe. And I'm thinking, I've nailed it, and they're sending it back to me. Well, you used to do that to me, and you love me. But you would do that (laughs) when I was writing for Proverbs 31. You were the one that would pat my poor, pitiful head and say, Honey, uh, you lost your point somewhere along the line. You need to get it back. And, you know, there's just something that happens when you are blinded by your weakness. You're blinded by, oh, I am killing it. And then you find out you're not. Oh, disappointment. Right. The the whole pride comes before the fall thing, right? Yes. Yes. (laughs) Well, I I posted about Callie and her little succulent plant. Um, You know, it was the the news article that I posted online on Facebook. And, you know, woman waters plant for two years, discovers it's plastic. And uh, one of my Facebook friends, Allison, Allison is the children's director at a local Baptist church. She is the sweetest person ever. Um, and she would never say a crossword about anybody or anything. So Allison commented on that post. All she wrote was blessed. Seriously, <laughs> blessed. <laughs> oh. um, my friend Bill posted, well, at least the plant didn't die. And then um, my uh, our, our encouragement cafe friend, Michelle, um, she posted and said uh, a couple of years back that her and her best friend took care of their other friend's home for three months while their friends were on a mission trip in India. And she said, we took turns watering a big, beautiful orchid plant every week until they got home. And we boasted about how great the plant was doing. And they informed us it was fake. (laughs) (laughs) So I know Callie's not the only person out there that has watered a fake plant. Um, And I know I'm not the only person out there that has thought I was doing a great job or, you know, writing a great blog post. Then had someone else read it and go, huh? What are are you saying? Oh, yeah. Um, Oh, yeah. Well, you know, I I'm in that age of life now where I got to admit I have more weak areas now than I once had. You know, there are times in my life now where I have to admit I need help. I need help remembering my husband and I, oh, joking, kind of, say together we make one complete brain because Uh he'll forget things, I'll forget things, and we are sure that we're right. We're sure that we're right. And then, like, like, for instance, one morning I said, I'm going to make a pot of coffee today instead of just our little one cup Keurig because it's Saturday morning, we'll probably sip on it all morning. My husband is standing over at the edge of the kitchen and he is thinking to himself, oh, my poor sweet wife, I don't want to crush her right now and tell her that it's Friday. So how do I do this? It's she she really believes it's Saturday. And so he says, honey, what is today? And I mention the date and I tell him that it's Saturday. And then you see the look come over his face 
when he realizes it really is Saturday and he's the one <laughs> that has it wrong. And we laughed until we could not stand up straight because we're like, oh my word, we both thought the other one was wrong. And that's where we live now. We are constantly going, am I right on that? Uh, can you check me? Because I don't believe that I am all together. But isn't that what God is trying to tell us every single day? I mean, there are days that we just take off full speed ahead, going about our day, and we never stop to go, wait a minute, is this a weak area of my life that I really need you to show me the way? Lord, I need your strength and not depending on my own and my own way, my own power. And there are so many times when we fail to do that. Yeah. And and I think maybe we get used to uh, things going uh, well and we start to operate in our own power because we're doing all right in our own power. And then we sort of forget that our own power will run out and we will water the fake plant. Exactly. <laughs> like today, for example... You know, uh, I happened to come into the radio station at a time when nobody else was in the station. Our boss had sent me a text and said, are you okay going into the station by yourself? And I was like, sure, I got this. No problem. I got this. And I have about 10 things on my list of things to do today. I had a real estate closing and I'm just running from pillar to post and doing all the things and I jump in and I get my key in the door and I do the little code and I go in and I put my code in the alarm and then I can't remember which button I'm supposed to push next and I take a chance and I push the button and suddenly the entire office starts flashing and screaming a siren and there's an immediate police being called to the scene because I've just set off the alarm. I did. I did. And it was blaring uh, to beat the uh, the beat the band. And so I couldn't even hear to call Daniel and say, help, I've messed things up. And and so he talked me off the ledge and called security and said, no, it's just our wacko Luann who thought she was doing great today. But again, <laughs> it's one of those things of life and we all experience it. But a lot of times you know, we're too prideful to admit it. I bet if he had not asked you if you were okay to get in by yourself, you would have done just fine. It's like when someone <laughs> asks you your telephone number and you suddenly don't know it. Oh, like, yes. You know? Yes. It's like if you, had, if you hadn't questioned it, I would have known it. But now that you've asked me, I don't know my phone number. I uh, don't. Oh, <laughs> man. Well, I'll tell you, my sister-in-law, lover, lover to death. But I remember when she was starting in the same stage of life that I'm heading into. She was at church and she saw a new couple that came in. And so she went over and introduced herself and, and, or, and said, welcome to our church. And, you know, so glad that you're here. And they said, so what's your name? And she said, my name's John. <laughs> 
And she was like, what? Where did that come from? I mean, she immediately knew that she was wrong, but she said, oh, no, I, I, I don't know why I said that. Uh, my, my husband's name is Lon. And my daughter's name is Joy. I guess I just put them together. And she said, the more I tried to explain myself out of it, and I still had not given them my real name. She said, they started backing away like crazy lady. Oh, yeah. Hi, my name's John. John. Yeah. Hi, I'm John. <laughs> I had similar experience. I, I I can feel that because I'm at a I'm out at a restaurant with a group of women that I'm doing a conference with, and my friend Katie is with me, who knows me well, and I'm meeting people I've not met before. And so the woman across from me is asking me, Rachel, you know, are you married? Yes, yes, yes. I'm happily married. Do you have any kids? Yes, yes, yes. I have three kids. My friend Katie next to me says, No, you don't. And I'm like, yes, I do. She's like, no, you don't. I'm like, yes, I do. She's like, you don't have three kids, Rachel. I'm like, what are you talking about, Katie? I think I know how many kids I have, and I have three. Oh, no, I have two. And the woman across from me, her eyes are just like saucer. She's like, okay, mental no to avoid that lady. Oh, it's so but refreshing. I argued. <laughs> I argued with Katie. No, I don't. Yes, Rachel. Oh my word. Well, this is really therapy for me because I feel so much better knowing that you're so much younger than I am and you're doing that because, you know, I, I want everybody around the table today to feel that sense of relief because we are all trying to do everything too many things and we feel like we have to do it all perfectly and we never will we never will we're all going to fall short we're all going to be weak and it doesn't just go for women it is for guys too my poor sweet wonderful husband he said now this was several years ago and we had some friends who we were talking with at church and one of them said is your mom still living and he just stared at her like she had two heads and and she looked and she was like dwight dwight and he goes uh 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 she said well i didn't mean to stump (laughs) you he was like yeah "Yeah, i know he's like no no my mom is alive i don't know i don't know why i paused i don't know and that's the thing we don't know why we're so weak except for the fact i believe that god allows us to have those weak moments so that we'll realize we need him in everything we need to be dependent on god for every little thing and it's okay to laugh at our weaknesses sure yeah my uh co-author of of the book my one word he would always say, you know, he, he runs a church, so he's been around a lot of people over the years, and he would always say, everybody is crazy in their own way, and that we spend way too much time and energy trying to prevent everyone else from realizing we're crazy. <laughs> because we think they're not, and we are, but actually, everybody's crazy. And so he would always say, you know, here at this church, you don't have to pretend you're not crazy. We know you are. <laughs> exactly. 
Exactly. And, you know, that just goes to show that we're human. We're human. So, girl, if you have joined Encouragement Cafe, maybe you stumbled onto the station and you're like, what is wrong with these two? And you, you've you never heard this program before, or maybe you have and, and you keep coming back for more We are just real. We're real and we let you know that you're not alone. There are so many things in life that we struggle with. And, you know, we'll talk about things from from giving birth to saying goodbye to our parents when they pass out of this world and everything in between. But today we just want to talk about being real and how when we think we have it all together We're only fooling ourselves because I know you're not perfect and you know I'm not perfect. You know, a friend of ours, Andrea, has often said how she perceived me in the beginning is so different than how she sees me now. It's because she's gotten to know me and she knows that I mess up just as much as anybody. And it's okay. We love each other through All of it. And that's what I want you to hear today. Because we may have our plans, but what does the Bible say? God directs our directs our steps. And so when we have our plan and it goes really off course, when we think we have it all together and we've written that devotion and it is not what we thought, whenever things go a little crazy and all of a sudden everybody's looking at us like we are crazy, it's okay. Laugh about it and not and don't be afraid to admit that you're weak. Well, it definitely takes some humility to walk with God, right? And to realize your position in the universe, uh, you know, from death we come and to death we return. Um, and it, so, so that can sometimes be, honestly, sometimes that can be, uh, seem like a downer because it feels good when you feel like you're on top of your game. It feels good when you feel like you're crushing it, right? Right. It feels good when you're like, yeah, I've got this. Um, and then it doesn't feel good when you realize, you know, I can't fit in these jeans and this plant is fake. And I just told them I have three kids and my name is John. <laughs> but but the, the, on the flip side of that, um, realizing that I am butt dust and mm-hmm. I don't know my own name <laughs> and I can't tell real from fake. Uh, <laughs> is that we have help, you know, we, we have, uh, in our weakness, um, God is strong. Mm. And so, you know, we, we have help and we don't, we're not expected by God to be the end all be all. That's what he is. Yes. So his sufficiency is sufficient for me and my weakness. Absolutely. And, you know, when we're making our plans, we always have to realize that God's plans, doesn't it tell us in Isaiah, his ways are not our ways and his thoughts are not our thoughts. And then in Psalm, it says, but the plans of the Lord stand firm forever. The purposes of his heart through all generations. So even when we are crazy and we have our moments of uh, (laughs) goofiness and we feel embarrassed by it, God wants us to laugh. You know, when Proverbs 31 tells us that she laughs at the days to come, I think it's because she has gotten to this age of life where we can look back and go, you know what? Everybody messes up. 
everybody messes up and it doesn't define who you are. You are a beautiful child of God and he's the one that has the purpose and the plan and he probably pats us on our poor pitiful little head when we say and do things that embarrass us because he's never embarrassed by us. He's just saying, I've got a better way and it's okay. I know what I want you to do next and you just have to give in to your weakness and trust me in this. I love the fact that God looks at us through the veil of Jesus's blood and with that veil on, I look without spot and blemish. So that's a very good thing that God looks through um, rose-colored glasses of the blood of Christ. And and sometimes I wish that we could see each other through those glasses so that we wouldn't be so self-critical and, and judgmental. Well, I hope that you laughed with us a little bit today. And more than anything, I hope that you realize that we're all human and we love you knowing that you're human too. And this week, I pray that you will find ways to encourage one another in our weaknesses. May the God of hope give you the courage to encourage others and laugh. We'll see you back here next week. Thanks for joining us today at Encouragement Cafe with Luann and Friends, where women gather, friends laugh, and hearts mend. Let's continue our conversation. Hop online when you get a chance to sit down and breathe at encouragementcafe.com. Remember, this is God's ministry, so we ask for your prayers as we reach out to women in Jesus' name. We'll see you back here next week where we fill you up one cup at a time.